0: welcome to another edition of our podcast two guys and an opinion my name is richard
1: and my name is vlad
0: and today is the 12th of march 2021 good afternoon vlad
1: good afternoon richard how are you
0: uh <laughs> well come on to that i know the answer i know the answer to that <laughs> interesting week to say to say the least so interesting in fact uh we're on uh episode eight now today of season one uh, yeah what, when do we declare season two anyway I
1: don't know. How Is long were the two we... episodes per season? I'm not sure. I don't
0: know. I don't know how many. What's the average episode number per season in general of these things? I, I, I
1: think. I think you got to look at season one. Sometimes you get like epi- four episodes just in season one.
0: Yeah, and twelve and two. I don't know. Anyway. Well, if you get picked up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. True. Ah. Uh, yeah. No, well, you normally have the pilot, don't you? The pilot, then you get picked up, and we didn't do a pilot. Who we cares? did inaugural. We did it. We did the inauguration. And then we just we just thought, yeah, we'll pat ourselves on the back. That was great. Let's do another one. Anyway, uh, <laughs> straight into the ramble. Apologies. Um, it, it, so unusual this week has been that we are recording this uh, on a Friday afternoon when we normally record on a Thursday evening. Why is that, Vlad? Why do, couldn't we even do it yesterday?
1: Well, we thought we'd come to you live from the breach,
0: <laughs> live from the front line,
1: live from the front line.
0: Yes, of what? What's happening? Oh, uh, this B.
1: week! This week has just been um, it just been ridiculous. First of all, first yes. of all, first of all, I think uh, I, I want to make sure that you know. I just repeat to all the listeners, you know, if you haven't patched uh, your Microsoft Exchange servers on prem on prem that we on did, prem that we've been discussing a, in our last podcast, please mm-hmm. do so. Uh, but as you may hear, as you will probably hear during <laughs> during this podcast, it, it might be a tad bit late but yeah. I, I don't want to i don't want to um i don't want to steal from the uh from the punchline cuz mm-hmm. it, it has, does feel like like it it's a punchline yeah so uh
0: we talk, we talked about it last week cuz it was emerging uh well it had emerged last week uh i think we yeah cuz we recorded last thursday the 4th and i think tuesday is when it really kind of hit the news but this is the this is the now uh, um Yeah, headline-grabbing hafnium breach, or if you're into your CVEs, uh, CVE 2021-26855, which is the major one, or HTTP proxy, blah, uh, Outlook web access, Exchange on-prem stuff. Anyway, we touched on it last week when it was but a new, fresh, newborn um, set of vulnerabilities uh, chained together, based on some zero days that were found by some by various uh, security researchers. It now transpires, uh, if you read everything, uh, if you believe everything you read, that Microsoft known about these things for months, had been dragging their heels on uh, writing. Uh, mitigations for them, getting them out there, and it took, uh, yeah, and it and it and it took a public shaming by some uh, by some security researchers and by the exploits being sorry by the vulnerabilities being exploited in the world for Microsoft to get their sh1t together and get things done. So,
1: I mean, that is, I mean, you know, we kind of. we we kind of go after some of these organizations. We 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 talk about this a lot. That you know, we the the uh, vendors need to really pick up. The the, the, pace. the the pace and and the slack here and and really mm. you know improve what's going on in the industry right now because microsoft knew about these was aware uh, as mm. back as possibly you know january uh, well pe-
0: they reckon before december maybe november even maybe i'm giving
1: him a bit i'm giving him a bit of leeway i'm giving him let's a little say bit january. right let's yeah, say yeah, january yeah, yeah. okay since january okay. you knew about this we're talking about zero day uh, mm-hmm. uh, potential uh compromise. We're talking about exchange servers, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean,
1: this is huge, the
0: most prevalent corporate exchange server in the world. Email server, yeah. On-prem email on
1: prem email server, on prem, on-prem, on-prem right? Still. Yeah. And, and, and as, as our uh listeners are going to hear, you know, through, throughout this, uh, towards the end of the podcast, right? The, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the impact is huge, yeah. And the remediation yeah. is actually. I don't know, dirty, for lack of a better word, <laughs> complicated, yeah, complicated, right? It, it's 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 not it's not simple, yeah. right? It, it is very disruptive to an organization.
0: Yeah. Well, it's uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway, so going back to why why I we think, couldn't record last. I think
1: I sounded I think I sounded a little bit upset there. I got triggered again and I got <laughs> emotional simply because you know, like because, it, you know uh, we haven't we we haven't slept a lot of this week.
0: No, no. I like it when you get triggered though because you All get right. to rant. No, you I get got, to rant and I that's get to you rant. know. That's why we called the Rand Group, baby. No, but um, yeah, the reason we couldn't record last night is because we were working, um, working on behalf of a client who, uh, as uh, as, uh, as kind of the helpful, uh, I know you hate the phrase, but trusted advisors um, of our clients, last week we said, hey, everyone, uh, anyone with on-prem, yeah, we do have customers with on-prem exchange still. So we said to those guys, look, I'm sure you've heard about this, but please have a look um please check please patch please you know get on top of it all this kind of stuff yeah very very we'll, similar we'll to what out. we do
1: with the podcast right yeah, please yeah, yeah, go yeah. ahead please you yeah. know, check your on prem servers make sure you're yeah. patched
0: so at the time uh, at the time last week microsoft basically said look you know it's only a small targeted number of very specific vertical uh, companies in very specific verticals just in the US don't worry about it they were downplaying it downplaying it downplaying it that was a week ago. A week is a long time in politics and cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then, it's now hundreds of thousands of organizations, not just in the US, um, but as we know, firsthand in the UK as well, uh, because one of our customers came back and said, hey, you know that thing you told us about? Um, well, uh, yeah, we have run the, as you recommended, we ran the uh, the Microsoft uh, check scripts that came out um, end of last week, and uh, yeah, our primary exchange server has come back with a uh, a, a positive. Um, in this word, in in this particular uh, context, not that positive for the customer, but positive in the in the sense that their their primary exchange server appeared to have been exploited on the main the main major one the the CVE two six. 26855, which, which, again, we put in the show notes from last week. But basically, for those that are interested, this is a server-side request forgery vulnerability in Exchange that allows to send arbitrary HTTP requests. Anyway, getting through all that jargon, what does that mean? Any on-prem Exchange server that has Outlook Web Access, do you remember that from back in the day? Yes.
1: Um,
0: Outlook, Outlook Web Access enabled. Um either kind of left there or or actually being used um, is, and by the nature of it, of course, it has to be available to any uh, anyone on the internet. So it's a really easy thing to find if you're aware of tools like Showdown or other tools like that, where you can literally say, right, show me all the endpoints on the internet that have got this vulnerability um, still present um then people yeah then, then, then kind of uh, actors can go after it so yeah obviously hafnium was the chinese state sponsored group that was first fingered by uh, microsoft last week but funnily enough uh, loads of other groups have gone hang on um, <laughs> there is now literally a manual out there uh, on uh, for for what to look for how to uh, how to attack how to breach and how to exfil data um so funnily enough there've been loads of copycat um uh, attacks as well on all these vulnerable servers so yeah so our, our client um, did the right thing um ran ran the scripts found that they were uh, compromised compromise last week i got the call first uh, yeah so the weekend i got the call got the call first thing monday saying richard uh yeah these scripts have come back positive what do we do holy holy maloney um nearly swore then. uh yeah you know at <laughs> holy, times you, like this i you think know I mean. you know
1: holy having having, having slept very little and mm-hmm. being on 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 this case with you for the for the for for how yeah. long it's been now, I think this mm. may this may end up being one of those explicit podcasts. But anyway, well, you never on. know. No, we won't. We we, won't.
0: we may mark it not safe for work. But who knows? Anyway, no, it'll be so, fun. So, uh, long story short, we there are yeah. It's not one of those things where there is a smoking gun left there on the server with a big you know. Uh, if anyone's ever had the unfortunate um, scenario of seeing ransomware pop up on a on a server or a PC, you, you literally get a GUI or a message pop up going, hey, you are now in deep doo-doo. We are encrypting everything that you love about your world digitally, and you need to give us cash to get it back. That doesn't happen in this case. The... The kind of entry and exit um, of the the actors here is very sneaky. Doesn't leave a great deal behind. Funnily enough, they try not to leave too many uh, IOCs uh, indicators of compromise. Um, uh, so yeah. Anyway. Microsoft have actually done a fairly good job um, in hindsight now um, working with a lot of uh, uh, um, other vendors and other researchers coming up with a, um, a, a tool. So first of all, these scripts to check for these indicators of compromise in the past two or three days, they've updated that script. So we've, we we, we, we ran it once over the weekend. We ran it again beginning of this week. We ran it again today. It's been updated with indicators of compromise. And uh, yeah, yeah that's, lit-
1: that's the important point. I think it's important point just for the listeners to know that, you know, when we ran it, it's not a static tool yeah it's not a yeah. static tool and then microsoft kept updating for for these iocs so the recommendation here is always you know if you're going to run it again go go make sure you get the latest one and you yeah. run, run run the tool again
0: so listeners may be thinking okay so you saw the so you saw that the thing was compromised on saturday how come it's friday and you know and still working on it there's a lot going on um you know and and uh, if the Exchange server is kind of a is the is the beachhead, as it were, for the initial compromise, this the level of, um, the level of privilege the attacker is allowed to gain on that server is, is is immense. They're in they're in at system level, not even at user level. They're in at system level. So as far as the rest of the network is concerned, any any communication from that breach server is coming from the server itself, not from a, even from a user on that server. It's from the server, which is one of the highest trusted uh, levels uh, within a Microsoft network. So. Uh, it's, scary, it's scary stuff. And, the, yeah, the reason we couldn't do anything last night is because we were working with the customer. And today we are – I literally have a, you know, three screens in front of me, and one of them uh, is the customer's primary Exchange server running the updated script still on, on uh, one of their other Exchange servers. And, uh, yeah, and it's telling me, as far as the script is concerned, but you need to take these things always with a pinch of salt and manually verify them. But it's telling me that, yeah, this server is also – this server is uh, also uh, showing indicators of compromise. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't and won't go into detail um, because of, uh, of obviously customer confidentiality. But it's uh, yeah, it's it makes you it literally sends chills down your down your spine when you kind of see that this that this has been uh, that this may be. This may have been breached, um, and uh, yeah, credentials may have been lost, may have been stolen. Uh, we might need, we may need to get the client to, to uh, with them to declare uh, to declare the breach to the to the IOC, which is a difficult that, one because yeah.
1: you know if if you think that this has been going around, I mean, this has been identified uh, in January, December, mm-hmm. January time, which means this was probably going on for a while now. Mm. Uh, so it, it becomes very difficult again, like we talked about it a few podcasts ago. Unless you have some really good telemetry and good tools in place, mm-hmm. it is very difficult now to be able to, to identify forensically if something has and what exactly has been uh, compromised. Yeah. Well, not what what has been compromised. What data may have uh, leaked out of your yeah. organization?
0: Yeah, yeah. So again, this may this may um, sound odd to um, people that may not be directly involved in sort of uh, security operations and analysis and, and, and post breach post breach analysis that kind of things. But we may never know what what data uh, has been uh, has been breached. So yeah, the next best thing we do, as I say, is look for these indicators of compromised um, indicators of compromise. Sorry and 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 based on the organization's risk appetite you know we we are going from recording this podcast to having a you know having a kind of next steps debrief meeting with you know we we are probably going to get to the point where this weekend becomes (laughs) this weekend becomes a rebuild of their of their entire exchange environment um so, yeah. Well,
1: we on, on that point, I think maybe. Two, two, two things, two things. Mm. One is I made a big deal last time or one of the podcasts about, you know, you need to be able to know mm. uh, what data has been compromised, what data may have been leaked. Um, now, I should clarify that in order to do that, you need to have had that in, in as part of your original design.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Then. Yeah. The tooling should have helped the, you. The,
1: that. the tooling yeah. plus your original design should have accommodated for in case of breach, because we all need to work from a our designs need to be based on. At some point, I w- may be breached. You know, yeah. more likely than not. Right. Because yeah, it's of the a zero, It's a when. It's, yeah, it's a when. Enough. And therefore, in my design, I need to ensure good telemetry, good auditing tools, good mm-hmm. uh, user behavior tools. A uh, good um, intrusion detection capability, in order to be able to detect these things and capture yeah. know, what data may have been compromised, what has been leaked. Exactly. In, in our case here, you know, it is going to be difficult now. It it is because we're coming. To identify that, yeah.
0: Exactly, yeah, because we're coming at it after the event with hindsight, and uh, and, and this particular uh, uh, client of ours have not been a client for for long, really. Um, and they, uh, yeah, for one reason or another, they don't have um, those some of the, some of those tools that may well have um, uh, flagged this type of activity as it was as it was going on. They 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 they, they kind of do now. Um, we're we're trialing we're yeah. trying some we're trying some tools with them now um, just to kind of show them that uh, yeah that uh, the art to, to the possible help. right the the, are, the possible are for right. these kind of things. I mean this won't be the this won't be the last major vendor. Um, vulnerability that gets exploited probably in <laughs> probably we'll be talking about the the next one in the next couple of podcasts the and way the, the things second, are going
1: and the second thing I wanted to just uh, just highlight I think is because yeah. if somebody's listening to this saying what are you doing recording a podcast in in a, in a live scenario <laughs> you know, your your client is under under stress yeah, we, we have sim- people. we found we, we, a we have yeah. people of course but b we found this little bit of a window mm. in between running some you know there's some scripts running at the moment. You know, we can we we found this window to just give you. I think it's interesting uh, to give you a bit of a flavor if live. you're listening live. Yeah. What we're going the, through right now, right? Because from the front line, yeah. Yeah, something that Richard touched touched on. You know, after after this, we'll be going into a a kind of war room meeting. Mm. discussing, you know, what are going to be the next steps because, it, it, you know, there has been a breach and, and Richard will probably talk a little bit more about what what kind of, you know, what, something just a little bit around those IOCs to give people a little bit of understanding, you know, what it is. But unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, mm. even, and this is a suggestion and uh, and recommendation by Microsoft, the fix mm. is mm. that even if you're now patched, you mm. still may be compromised because mm-hmm. you know patching after the compromise means you just close the door, but they're in.
0: They're already in. Yeah, they're already yeah, they're in. Sitting out, they're sitting down in, on, on the sofa in the living yes, room, feet yes, up. Feet yeah, up, You may have locked pretty. the front door, yeah, but right. they're still in.
1: <laughs> and, and so the fix is you have to rebuild your Exchange servers now. Yeah, again, from you know, scratch. Just, just think about that, right? Uh, in yeah. you know you are now having to rebuild the, your your Exchange servers in response to this attack now Mm -hmm. you know it depends on the size of the organization you know the weekend might not be enough
0: yeah yeah and there's no and there's no going back to backups and and kind of doing those kind of things because as we know um the the potential for the breach to have uh, started um, is, yeah, is kind of four months ago, potentially, um, three months ago, four months ago. I mean, I don't think for this particular client that was the case because we, yeah, we've only sort of seen, without going into too much detail, like activity within the last two or three weeks, when when um, which makes me feel more like it's a copycat attack. It's not happening in themselves because... Um, after it became major news, is when we started seeing yeah, in the logs and in these scripts when we started seeing these indicators of compromise um, within within the logs. So I don't think it is happening, but it's uh, it's certainly there are indicators. Again, they are definitely there. They're, this is the kind of the strange thing. There's no. Um, they're indicators. Exactly what the word means. They are indicators of compromise. This is no guarantee that there is a compromise, and we. That's why we have to go through. That's why it takes so long to go through manual checks. You know, there be there's loads of sort of files that are left in tar- in directories that Microsoft Microsoft have targeted. that files might be left in if, um, as and when uh, web shells may have been spawned and used and, and and deleted again. There might be some kind of shadows of that left behind. And then we have to check the. The known MD5 hashes, and again, without being too technical about it, that's a, uh, it's, a you know, it's a it's a particular. Um, sort of signature of a of a file um, in, in its final build state that you can check um, if it is the file that Microsoft uh, have confirmed is an example of the file that other people are seeing. that have been definitely compromised. So you know, there's there's loads to do, loads and loads and loads to do. And so, I think
1: I, you know you touched on this in in, in a way uh, at the end of all of that exercise. You are you are you still cannot categorically say because a lot no. of these are indicators. You know yeah. some of these files could you know you, you could have been. As part of of a scanning uh, exercise, reconnaissance exercise, not necessarily leaked information, but mm-hmm. uh, but if you find these IOCs, then the course of action, the recommended course of action, is look. I think the safest again, yeah. Depending yeah. depending on your risk appetite, but this
0: is I was, you took the words out of my mouth. is all comes down to appetite,
1: to risk appetite. But the recommendation is rebuild mm-hmm. your exchange service, and so you can expect that 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 in certain organizations there will be conversations that says okay. You know, if if you cannot confirm hundred percent, we are not going to that because there's cost behind all of that, right?
0: Yeah, of the, course. The, the, yeah, the, people's the, weekends are ruined. People's weekends as well. <laughs> are ruined. There,
1: there's cost behind rebuilding. <laughs> yeah. and there is there are, you know, it's a significant change to the environment. To it's a massive risk in
0: it. In, yeah, it's in a huge itself. risk in itself. Yeah, yeah, yes. in itself. So if you've got if you are if you are very risk averse. Uh, which thankfully most people should be, I guess, in these in these situations, where, particularly when you're dealing with exchange, where you could, yeah, where where literally personal personal information um, could be leaked, could be could be uh, could be breached, could be at danger. Um, if you are a very risk averse organization you you've then got to balance the, the the risk of the breach happening versus the risk of spending the weekend rebuilding your servers the risk to your organization's ability to operate on monday morning um and what if you're a 24/7 operation you know <laughs> not everyone's a monday to friday organization you know but uh, yeah there's a lot yeah anyway there's a, there's a, there's a, oh my gosh there's there's so much to cover <laughs> but uh yeah we're 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 approaching 20 minutes already we should probably we should probably get back to our clients but
1: well, well, I think uh, I would just wanted to do a, this week, <laughs> a, you know, a, a quick the news uh, this week. Yes. News this week, a, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A, fresh a, in. A, a couple of hours in the life of a breach,
0: yeah, um, yeah. and
1: and a life of security uh, consultant. So I would say, you know, uh, we better, better get back to the scripts. Um, yeah. And and to the client, um, but but hopefully you would have uh, you 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 got a bit of a flavor of what what it feels like in in a, in mm. an actual in an actual uh, cybersecurity um, incident. Yeah, this yeah. is what this is. This isn't a. This is an incident. Yeah, and and and, and w- w- what we're all dealing with. Yeah. So
0: it's like a slightly odd podcast I guess this week. It's not really sort of one of our our typical kind of uh, late night. Let's go through the news and let's uh you know <laughs> let's uh, lambaste the latest uh, vendor to get it wrong. But um but yeah, we're in the middle of a yeah, we're we're in the middle of a live situation. So I guess uh, we'll be uh, back to full service next week depending on <laughs> depending on whether Solarwinds or Microsoft or I don't know who's the next big company to fall Google Amazon when are they going to step into the fray I don't know
1: <laughs> Well I just I just uh, I just want to leave our listeners between now and the next podcast which I think we what we should talk about uh in the next one or, or very uh in near future is is zero yeah. day threat and what does that actually mean because yeah. you know with all of the tools in place and with all of the vulnerability management intrusion detection you know is mm. that enough and yeah. would you still be compromised in a, in a zero threat, zero-day threat type attack, yeah. Um, because you know th- there is always that feeling, it's like I, you know, you, you, I'm investing, I'm investing, I'm investing in security, and, P- and they're coming back for more.
0: Still getting done, yeah.
1: And, and yet I'm still being, you know, I'm, I'm still being compromised. So yeah, you know, we, we will unpack that properly uh, in one of our next. Uh, yeah, and we've got some interesting guests.
0: develop. Yeah, we've got some interesting developments to talk about as well. And we've got all of our guests lined up. We've got what three, four now waiting in the wings we've got some interesting developments in our in our portfolio that we should probably kind of talk about in relation to in relation to the emerging and evolving threats in cyberspace um but yeah until then let's get back to the day job vlad um so uh, yeah i guess for n- i guess for now uh yeah it's uh, it's goodbye from me and goodbye from me see you in episode nine cheers bye-bye <laughs>